Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Happy Devils Thursday. This is Game Day Live. Coming to you live, live from the primetime radio studios here in beautiful New Jersey. And Chicago, Illinois, and our favorite bar, favorite place, American Whiskey. 51 Edison Place in beautiful downtown Newark, New Jersey. Across the street from Prudential Center, next to Championship Plaza. As the Devils are going to take on the Los Angeles Kings tonight at the Rock. Vinny, happy Devils Thursday to you. Happy Devils Thursday to you too, Sam. I am super excited to be here. There's a lot going on in the NHL world right now. Like I'm shaking in my skin right now looking at Twitter.com with some of the stuff that's coming out. I mean, this is this is a real deal now, right? Like, you know, it's a week and a half before the trade deadline or just over, under a week and a half. Um, we saw right before the going live of Game Day Live, the Boston Bruins and the uh, Washington Capitals made a huge trade, sending Garnet Hathaway and Dmitry Orlov to the Boston Bruins for Craig Smith, a load of draft picks, including the 2023 first-round pick. And the Wild jumped in again and made some salary retention to help the Bruins and Capitals facilitate this trade. But now we have a little bit of breaking news that literally went live right when uh, we started the music here. The New York Rangers are here let me pull it up right now the new york rangers have scratched for tonight's game hold on i'm pulling it up right now the exact vitali kravtsov and jake lishizen are not available to play tonight for roster management reasons obviously the rumor has been that chicago blackhawks forward patrick kane has been tied to the new york rangers for pretty much two years now and there are a lot of speculation going on right now that the New York Rangers are about to make yet another big move. Wow. That would be huge. Um, but I think the New York City cab drivers and Lyft drivers and um, Uber drivers, beware. Okay, the trash talking is now beginning, even before a trade has commenced. Uh, wow. And the rivalry... I'm telling you, it's going to put a lot of pressure on Tom Fitzgerald. But I hope Tom Fitzgerald sticks to his guns here and not, you know, trade away assets as a knee-jerk reaction. I don't think he will. He's just a, too too smart of a guy, very disciplined, because you know what that means for Jack Hughes. I mean, he idolized Patrick Kane. Him being a rival, I mean... And the fact that it could very well be that the Devils and Rangers are going to meet in the first round, that would be huge if they did get Patrick Kane. But then again, I, again I'm again i not going to say that the Rangers are going to be the number one team in the Eastern Conference. They have the pieces, but injuries do happen, and you never know. You never know, Vinny, what the playoffs would be in store for all these teams. 
Yeah, if the week were to end today, Patrick Kane would be the number one star. He's been absolutely on fire. Um, he looks the part. He looks healthy. He looks motivated. Um, I honestly think that might be the reason he gets traded. If he didn't have a week like this, he might have ended up staying with the Chicago Blackhawks. But I, the New York Rangers landing him would certainly be huge. But I'm honestly going to be very surprised to see some teams loading up on rentals knowing what the Boston Bruins are and what they just did. They are by far the team that is the best on paper, in my opinion, especially after adding Garnet Hathaway, who's a big, mean, physical bottom six forward who's going to really probably mesh in well with their bottom six. Uh, he played well in yeah. Washington's bottom six, and they're not as deep as Boston. And Dmitry Orlov, he goes in there. They didn't end up trading Connor Clifton like people thought they were, you know, with the original tweet that it got released, but it came out that it was just Craig Smith and the draft picks. So they get to keep Clifton, and they have McAvoy and Lindholm and Carlo and Grizzlick. I mean, that is an outstanding defense. It's hard for me to see another team in the Eastern Conference go for rentals like that. Timo Meyer's not a rental. Okay, if you get Timo Meyer, if you're the Hurricanes or the Devils, you know, you extend him. He's an RFA. It's a little bit different than trading for Patrick Kane, who if the New York Rangers trade for Patrick Kane, they get three months of him. That's it. He's going somewhere else next year. They can't afford him. They have to pay other people. They're up against the cap. It's not like the New York Rangers are a permanent destination for Patrick Kane. So it's interesting to see, like, teams go all in, even looking at the Bruins and how the Eastern Conference is stacking up. And I'm not saying nobody should try to challenge the Bruins. Of course teams should try and challenge the Bruins. But if you're a team in the Metropolitan Division, you're looking at that three-headed monster of Boston, Toronto, uh, Tampa Bay, and it's a little intimidating. There's no doubt that whoever comes out of that Atlantic is going to be the favorite in the Eastern Conference Finals. And yeah, I don't know. It's just so hard to make decisions. But the fact that the Rangers scratch these two guys in an effort to potentially land Patrick Kane is huge. Yeah, and you know what? As teams are stockpiling, and uh, who Geeker, Geeker, uh, Geeky Gamer family makes a great point. The Rangers may tinker too much with their roster. I mean, hockey is hockey. I mean, I value team chemistry over team stats any day. That's just how I am. And, you know, right now with the Devils, I, I'm not intimidated at all as a fan right now. The other teams are, are stockpiling. What's Tom Fitzgerald doing? Because that all, in retrospect, I don't know if you agree with me, Vinny, all that stuff is great for, quote, unquote, the back pages, you know, great for click clickbait, uh, great for discussion. But at the end of the day, I think the Boston Bruins, the New York Rangers, and the other, other teams out there that are stockpiling, they're in a different situation than the New Jersey Devils. Much, much different. Their time is going – there's only that small window that's closing, especially for the Bruins. It's, the time for the, for them to win is now. Now, because a yeah. lot of their veterans are aging. Same with even I, – I would even put the Pittsburgh Penguins in that mix. Crosby and, 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 and Malkin, you know, this is the last gasp of that, you know, that Pittsburgh Penguins – I wouldn't call it a dynasty, but that, that era of Crosby and Malkin. They're on the last – you know, gasp and, but with the devils, it's like, I wouldn't say take their time, but you don't have to mortgage anything. You have, you still have a lot of time in the future ahead of you. 
Yeah, there's no doubt. And the Devils, they're the only team that's elite in the Eastern Conference that has this like outstanding prospect pool. They're the only team that's elite that is like just starting to be elite. You know, the Rangers have been there for a couple years now. The Rangers or the Hurricanes, the Bruins, the Penguins, the Lightning, even the Maple Leafs. All, like you don't win the cup necessarily, but that, only one team wins the cup. But those teams have been good for a long time now. And it's going to be interesting to see how it goes over the next couple years. But I, the only thing I'll comment on that I, I don't know if I necessarily agree with. I do think there are there's truth to the idea that you can tinker with a roster too much and it messes with chemistry and stuff. But in the case of Patrick Kane and the New York Rangers, well, Vladimir Tarasenko and Artemi Panarin have played with each other before, and they were extremely good friends going back to their days with Russia. And I remember when the Blackhawks played the Blues, they made a big deal out of their friendship, and I watched all those games. And then when the Blues ended up winning in the series, him and Panarin had a nice little moment in the handshake line. And then, of course, Patrick Kane with Artemi Panarin. With Michael, or no, it wasn't Michael Hansus. It was Artem Anisimov in the middle of that line. And it was like one of the best lines hockey had to offer at that point in time. So I don't know if you would make, you, you would have to separate someone because you would probably put Vladimir Tarasenko on a different line just because he hasn't been as productive. If you put Mika Zibanejad, who is like a way better version of Artem Anisimov, shoots well, gets pucks for his wingers, I do think it would probably fit in well. But then what happens with the rest of the lines? Do you break up the kid line? Like, I'm not trying to turn this into a New York Ranger podcast, but it is newsworthy that the biggest rival of the Devils is scratching high-end level prospects and stuff like that with Patrick Kane being as hot as he is and he's been linked to them for a while. It is noteworthy as Devils fans that our potential first-round rival slash, you know, what's going on is possible here. Well, yeah, and it, it is relevant. Why? Because the Devils could play the New York Rangers in the first round. I mean, it, it very well could be. It's not, you know, right now, Vinny, look, when you want to talk about playoffs, because the Devils haven't been in the playoffs in a while, right? Let's review right now what makes a great playoff team. What teams are stock stockpiling on? A lot of it is beef, leadership. Leadership is huge in the playoffs other teams I prefer to stock up on defense because I I'm a true believer and I know it's cliche that defense wins championship that championships where if you can negate and equalize your the opposing offense and their forwards you've got you've got a chance every every night it's so difficult especially in the NHL to outgun your opponent. It, it, it just takes up too much resources, too much energy. I think a great defense, but most importantly, which we can't predict, hot goaltending starting in the first round. We've seen it over and over and over again that you don't need an elite goaltender to win the Stanley Cup. But you do need a goaltender, no matter who they are, to come up big in the playoffs. Case in point, what about 2019 St. Louis Blues? Guess who an unknown goaltender became a hero in St. Louis? All right? Look at Shesterkin, did not make it to the cup finals. Look at Darcy Kemper. Look where he brought. He had a great team in front of him with the Colorado Avalanche. Good enough to win. 
That's what I'm thinking right now, Vinny, is the Devils need to just take a step back. Yes, negotiate for Timo Meyer if you can get a deal done without giving up Dawson Mercer and a whole bunch of assets. Because the day that Devils give up on those assets, they're just like everybody else in the league. They've, they've got – that's their leverage right now is that pipeline. And I've said this over and over and over again. And, I, by the way, when we talked about Timo Meyer and that craze a few weeks ago, and we've got our fans, you know, wanting Timo Meyer, which I can understand. I actually said that in the Woo report. It's going to cost you Dawson Mercer, or it could cost you some big-time assets to get a deal done with Timo Meyer. And are you, re- as a fan, ready for that? I probably wouldn't move on from Dawson Mercer, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, I don't think there's anything he's giving to the Devils right now or anything that Timo Meyer would give to the Devils right now that Dawson Mercer hasn't been for the last week or so. I mean, what would you want Meyer, Meyer to come in and do? Have five points a game? Oh, uh, well, Dawson Mercer is pretty much scoring every game, it feels like, the last couple weeks. And he has this clutch gene lately where, like, whenever they need a goal extremely badly, Dawson Mercer goes out there with Nico Heischer and gets it done. Um, I probably... I think it'd be in the devil's best interest to keep Dawson Mercer because he could become Timo Meyer. He could become a 60, 70 point winger that, you know, pots 30 goals and chips in another 30 assists or whatever, 35 assists. So if you want Timo Meyer, fine, give up Alexander Holtz because he has the chemistry with Eklund. I actually am not opposed to giving up a first round pick this year. I know I'm normally keep your first round pick guy and people get on me on Twitter for that all the time. But if there was a player to give up a first round pick for, I'm cool with Timo Meyer at this age. But I'm thinking, like, you know, long-term, Timo Meyer is he probably better than whoever the Devils are going to draft with that first-round pick? Probably. So that's where I'm at with that. If it was Holtz, a first-round pick, and then name another, like, lower-level roster play- player, like Sharon Govich or uh, Fabian Zetterlund, you know, Jesper Boquist, someone like that, I think I think they, that would be a good deal. But Dawson Mercer, I'm getting a little iffy on lately. Yeah, I would keep Sharon Govich because I like his special teams play right now, especially on, on the kill. Again, um, that's just my prerogative. I love defense. I, I, I used to like, I actually used to love one nothing games because I always loved the chess match. You know, some people think it's boring hockey. They want offense. But I, you know what, I, I just think, again, the scoreboard sometimes is just, again, a number. Sometimes it's within the context of the game, a, a struggle to, to, to get that goal, you know, is to me can be exciting. Um, but I'm seeing, you know, other comments in the YouTube live and Facebook live right now, you know, who they would trade. But Dawson Mercer, you know, who it reminds me of a little bit. You would talk about, you know, you know, that was his uh, natural position at center. Remember the Pittsburgh Penguins where, you know, this is what the Devils are modeled after. You got Crosby, Malkin, Jordan Stahl. And Jordan Stahl was that one pick that just kind of put them over the top. That's when they won their first, you know, first cup together. It was in 2009. Just to have that three deep down the middle. You know, just, uh, you know, Dawson Mercer is a gritty player as well. I mean, he gets in your face. The kid's only 21. And that's the other thing value about Dawson Mercer is, You've got control over his contract for many years. 
you know, up until he gets into the free agency period, like where Jesper Bratt is approaching. You know, you still have a few more years with Dawson Mercer, good years, productive years, where it's very cap-friendly. And that's extremely valuable. And you're going to have to give up more than Timo Meyer if you're uh, in San Jose to get Dawson Mercer. I hate to say it, but, you know, he's virtually untouchable. And Dawson Mercer, he provides value in this sense, too. Tonight, he's going to tie Scott Gomez for the most consecutive games played to start his career. 140 straight games. He's played all 82 games last year and every game for the New Jersey Devils this year. And he's a productive player while playing all those games. He's not like he's just in the lineup for no reason. He's deserved to be in the lineup. He's deserved to not be a healthy scratch. He never got COVID. He never, you know, got hurt. And listen, there's injuries. Dawson Mercer is not going to you know, play a thousand straight games to start his career. I'm not saying that, but I do think there's something to the fact that he's just always available and ready and he's a good player. So I, you know, I do hold him in high regard. So we'll see what ends up happening there, but. Yeah, definitely. And you know, the Devils played the, the Los Angeles Kings today, tonight, uh, Scotty's uh, local team. Uh, Scotty Asiris XM, uh, who will be on a red-eye flight to New Jersey for our February 25th half-million party. Uh, we got some specials in the works. Hope to see you there. It's going to be packed, Vinny. It's going to be like packs like sardines. So get there early. Starts at 3 p.m., our festivities. Also, the Devils 2003 Stanley Cup team will be on hand. If you see that Scott Stevens will be there, obviously Marty Brodeur, Scott Niedermeyer, Grant Marshall, good friend of the podcast as well. Just it's going to be an amazing night, uh, Vinny. And, um, you know, it's going to be a good game. Um, did the starting lineups come out yet? Did you get that? Um, I do believe. Yeah, I do believe they did um, for the New Jersey Devils starting lines. It's a lot of what you would expect. Tatar's on the top line with Heischer and Mercer. The second line is Hughes with Bratton, Sharon, Govich on the wing. Hollis centers the third line with Andre Palat and Jesper Boquist. And then, of course, um, McLeod on the fourth line with Wood and Zetterlin. Bastard is a healthy scratch once again. And then Smith is a healthy scratch on the defense. So you got Siegenthaler up on the top with Dougie Hamilton. Ryan Graves with John Marino and Kevin Ball with Damon Severson, so Ball gets in for Smith again. Vanacek is in net with Schmid backing him up. There we go. Vanacek, people are asking in the YouTube live. Um, but, yeah, so I, 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 think, I think the Devils need to get back on track. What happened against Montreal, look, you know, things happen. Sometimes you run into a hot goaltender. It's just like the playoffs. You get snake bitten. And they, but you have to come back the next game and and put up points and and put up goals and and all that. Predictions, Vinny. My prediction is that my prediction is Patrick Kane is a New York Ranger before the end of the Devils game tonight. Um I think the Devils are going to beat the Los Angeles Kings by a score of 3 to 2. Three to two. Okay. Dennis yeah, says nice little defensive. NJB. I hope so. That'd be sick. So you were saying, Vinny, a little defensive? Oh, I, I think it's uh, going to be a defensive style game for, you know, 
the way the Kings play and the way the Devils have speed, but sometimes these defensive-minded teams, the Devils play into it a little too much. I hope I'm wrong on that, and I do think they could still win a game where that happens, but I don't know. I hope I'm yeah. I hope I'm wrong because I want the Devils to really, you know, go for this. Yeah. Um, aside from Dennis, five one. Uh, Ted says four two Devils if our defense shows up. Josh S says a four three Devils. I think it's going to be a close one. I really do, and I think Vitek Vanacek, you know, wants to make up for the game before. I'm going to go three. Nothing, Devils. I'm calling a shutout. I think Vanacek is going to come back. He's going to come back strong. He is the goalie right now, and he's got to he's got to keep that groove going. He's got to keep that uh, you know that hot streak going. I know he lost the last game, but you know what? He was playing what 13 straight points last 13 games before before. Uh, playing the Montreal Canadiens, so I think uh, Shane Van Sickle. 1-1 one, one delayed game, power outage. <laughs> yeah, so I'm predicting 3 nothing Devils. Vinny's saying 3-2, getting all sorts of predictions. Uh, uh, Matthias says 6-5 Devils. Ramona says 3, just said 3-2 Devils. It should be good. Uh, well, Vinny... Hope to see you this Saturday. We're beaming you in on the big TV. I've, I can't I've, wait. I've, I can't say this. Enough. I can't say this enough because we're gonna have a lot of sangria, Taylor ham, pork roll burgers. We've got uh, other three dollar shot drinks for those twenty one or older, of course. Um, I I actually put on the list. Can you make a New Jersey Turnpike since uh, we're playing the Flyers and we always chant Turnpike South and um, some other stuff uh, will be on the menu as well. Meow meow. It's going to be great. JP says three one. Good guys. So uh, also Bill Agnes says four three Devils in overtime. But it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. Come hang out. And, um, yeah, uh, JP says no New Jersey Turnpike. Do you know what New Jersey Turnpike shot is? I, a New Jersey Turnpike shot, I mean, I'm assuming, uh, I have no idea. I know, All I right. know what the New Jersey Turnpike is. is, but I have no idea. It's probably gross, right? Well, yeah, so basically you take, um, you take a rag. And you just wipe down the bar, and you squeeze Ew. it into a shot glass. That's a New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, they they do that here too, except they call it a mat shot, and they'll take the mat itself and they'll like let it out. I've I've that's the it's a mat shot. Oh, okay. We call it New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, that's funny. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Turnpike shot, trash shot, <laughs> says Jonathan. <laughs> Shane Vincicle, 3-1 Devils. Jonathan says 4-2. Yeah, so um, it's going to be a great time, American Whiskey, uh, this Saturday. Uh, it's going to be a little cold, so get in. It starts at 3 p.m. Eastern. We got some entertainment. And just come hang out. And also, also we're going to have pitcher specials 
Those that don't have a ticket or those that want to hang out with us at the bar or watch the game at the bar, Scotty and I will be hanging out. We're going to have pitcher specials as well, strictly during that time uh, when you're hanging out with us at the bar. Plus, we'll play the old goal song. We'll have all sorts of fun. And Nick Villano will be there as well, PucksonPitchforks.com. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, Vinny, any last words? I hope the Devils, I, I always go back to the 2012 Stanley Cup Final when they play the Kings. Hopefully they get more revenge tonight. They already beat them once this year. Okay. All righty. Well, we'll see you for Devils After Dark after the games. Scotty of Sirius XM, Liquid Metal, and I will recap the game that was. Keep you here. Till next time, let's go down. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.